Life Audio. Welcome to The Walk, a devotionals podcast for worshipers. Robbie Ryder is our guest, and he's a musician, songwriter, and worship leader who serves weekly at Crossroads Church in Cincinnati. In this episode, Robbie shares about wounds from a friend. Here we go. I'm really grateful to get to share my story, uh, at least some of my story on this podcast, The Walk. Um, I've been involved in worship ministry for, gosh, it's really all I've done. So 20 some years and like anything, it, um, you know, everybody in your story, you know, you've got ups, downs, uh, chapters that seem to be missing, um, chapters that you're still waiting to figure out what, what's, what's, what was that supposed to do? Um, this, this, these few chapters I want to share with you are maybe a, a, a pivotal moment in my story when I, I received some hard, I received a blessing and a hard truth in the same breath. So I, I, I was working at a church and I was the young, talented guy and I, I felt like my responsibility there was to... Um, just be on all the time. And that's my own immaturity uh, at that age uh, in my early 20s. But I, I did feel pressure. And I went through um, a number of devastating hits, one after another after another, that leveled me. And I, this is just to set up the state of my heart when I received this blessing and challenge in one breath. We're going to take a brief break to pay some bills, and we'll be back with Robbie in a moment. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Um, I was was in my uh, mid-20s and uh, after a a weekend of leading worship, I felt terrible. Just physically, I was spent. And um, a woman came up to me out of nowhere. Like, I didn't know this woman. And she came up and she said, hey, Robbie, how how you doing? 
And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm good. And she started like probing personal questions. And I was like, this is getting uncomfortable. So I threw her a little like, you know, like a, well, I, she, I don't know. It was too personal. <laughs> so I finally just kind of wanted to throw her off her game. And so I was like, well, I, I pee a lot at night. So how about that? And she said, um, hey, I, while you were leading worship, I felt God tell me to tell you to get checked for diabetes. And I was like, diawatus? You know, I don't, what is that? I ended up going away to a songwriting treat, or retreat and um, I felt worse every day, every day. And I went to, uh, I came back from this retreat, went to the doctor and he's like, you're not diabetes. Look at your skinny, you're no, no big deal. I'm sure it's something else. And he walks out of the office after checking my blood and he yelled from outside the room, oh yeah, you've got diabetes. And I, <laughs> so I yelled back louder, is that like forever, doc, or what's that about? So diabetes, bam. I, you know, I'm like, I, and I was like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Little did I know that a few years later that my wife um, would have an emergency C-section for our second child. And um, he would be born sick and that he would live about five days. And we were done. Like diabetes seemed like nothing in comparison to the loss that we experienced in, in our son. Uh, so I, I checked out for a little while and had to sort of rebuild faith, uh, rebuild, uh, you know, because I, I felt like, hey, God, I'm working for the family business. You know, <laughs> aren't there some perks with this, like healing and uh, miracles? Can we get a two-for-one, like bring my son back and not have diabetes? But no, um, and the hits kept coming. Um, my, my sister, who I played a lot of music with, ended up having a really strange kind of cancer, and she passed away couple years after uh, my son so after um, stepping away from leading worship for a season um, and I, I stepped away well um, I didn't um, in, in terms of at the church I was at I, I, I left in a good way but I was still a little bit like fists towards the sky as I, I took a couple years off of being on stage and um, it was like a it was like a, a sweet vacation for a while. But then, I don't know if you've ever been on a vacation where it, you're there for like five days and you're like, this is perfect. And then you're there for six days and you're like, ah, it doesn't feel restorative anymore. And then you're there maybe one more day and you're like, this feels like gluttony. So we were in that part of our time off from being in ministry. And... I got a, a call from a church in Cincinnati, Ohio called Crossroads, and I, I knew of Crossroads. They were friends of mine from my previous days of leading worship, and they said, hey, Robbie, we, we can't stop thinking about you. Can't stop thinking about you. We, we'd love to have you come up and help us lead worship leaders and lead worship. And I said, yeah, that sounds cool, but I have a really big house right now. I live in Texas. I have a pool and I'm on like vacation. So 
I have a bathroom. I don't even use my house is so big. You know, that, that was sort of our, that was my mindset at the time. Nine months went by. And every day I thought about that call. Every day I thought about that call back into ministry. They called back after nine months and said, Robbie, we still can't stop thinking about you. And I said, oh, oh, okay, well, tell me more. And the guy who, this is, this guy is now uh, one of my closest friends. Josh says to me, he says, Robbie, we don't need you. We want you. And for me and where I was in my heart, I said, well, then I'm not coming. I want to go someplace where I'm needed. I want to go someplace where I can, I can really meet the needs. So I called a friend of mine who had been a mentor for me years before, and I explained to him, hey, they, they said they just want me. They don't need me. And he was astonished. He said, Robbie, what a gift that is. Do you not see that? I'm going to ask you as you're listening, what would you prefer of these two things? Would you prefer kisses or wounds? Just think about it. Like, what's your quick answer? I'll tell you, my quick answer, I want kisses all day long. But here's the part that I want to help frame up for us right now. Proverbs 27 verse 6 says, Faithful are the wounds of a friend, but profuse are the kisses of an enemy. And let me tell you what my my mentor friend said to me. He said, Robbie, if you have to be needed in order to go serve someplace, you have a savior complex. You need to be needed. That's a sign of unhealth. You need to resolve that. Being a savior is not your job. Being a savior is the job of Jesus. Being a faithful servant is your job. And that rocked me. So the question I would ask you as you're listening is twofold. One, are you open to receiving wounds from a friend? Just think about that. It's downright un-American to say yes to that. Because we're about our comfort. And I won't say that about you. I'm about my comfort. I'm about my well-being. I'm about protecting myself from pain. But am I willing to receive a wound from a friend? And the second part of that question is, who do you have in your life that would do that for you? Do you have someone in your life who would be so bold as to say, I think you've overreached. I think you stretched the truth. I think you, your motives might be, I, I think who's, who do you have in your life and are you giving them permission? You may have those people in your life right now. Trusted friends who you can be vulnerable with. Those people may be in your life currently. And what I would encourage you to do is find them, maybe even text them right now and say, are there any hard truths that you think I need to hear? 
are there places where I can't see my deficiency that have yet to be worked out to bring glory to God? We're going to take another quick break to allow you time to text your friend. Yeah, go ahead. No, I'll I'll wait. While you're texting, did you know that The Walk is affiliated with an amazing online training institute dedicated to anyone who serves on a worship team? The Worship Leader Institute has workshops from educators and practitioners, monthly community groups, one-on-one coaching from leaders with over 10 years of experience, and more. And it all can be found at worshipleaderinstitute.com. So please bless us by checking it out. Okay, back to Robbie to close us out. Your job is just to receive it. Don't justify. Don't make excuses. Just receive it. I promise you, that is better than your friends going, oh my gosh, you are just awesome. Everything about you I love. Everything about you is just perfect. That, that way that you, you did that, I wouldn't change a thing. That's no feedback at all. Faithful are the wounds of a friend. Profuse are the kisses of an enemy. It's a blessing and a challenge in one. I want to give you just a moment to have, a, have an experience with the Spirit. And we're just going to pause. And I want you to ask for a name, a face, or maybe something that God himself would put his finger on. And he would want you to become aware of and repent of. So we're going to take just a moment. Speak to us, Lord. Let me pray for us. God, I believe it is in your desire and within your ability to speak to us. I believe your desire for us is to grow in maturity and the likeness of Jesus more than it is for us to be comfortable. And so I pray for every person listening right now to be filled with courage, courage to text, courage to ask, and then courage to repent and turn that we would reflect your beauty in every space we find ourselves in today pray these things in the character and the power of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Robbie, for that amazing devotional. Crossroads Music has a new song that Robbie co-wrote and sings called I Will Remember that we're going to play out this episode with. As always, special thanks to Matt McCarty for producing and Lucas McCarty for editing today's episode. Jacob Fairclough produced our theme song. The Walk is brought to you by Worship Leader. I also want to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you'll find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts. They've got shows about prayer, Bible studies, parenting, and more. So check them out at lifeaudio.com. I'm Joshua Swanson. Here's I Will Remember. To the storms and the darkness, waves crashing over, waves crashing over. You are
Life Audio. Have you ever considered yourself a messenger? Whether it's mics like this, bookshelves around the world, stages to take, or art to make, or perhaps businesses to build, it's time we start testifying truth unashamedly, creatively, and in love. My name is Tamara Andress, the host of the Messenger Movement Podcast, which is designed to catalyze Christians to speak, write, build, and testify. If you're ready to turn your message into a movement and want to run with other messengers doing the thing at scale globally, search and follow the Messenger Movement Podcast on your favorite podcast platform today or lifeaudio.com.